the Abiding Women podcast. I am your host, Erica Cripps, artist and owner behind Abide Goods. I create hand-lettered scripture to fill your home with the truth of God's word and encourage you to draw closer to him. So here we go. has been a long time coming. Everything seems to go slower nowadays. I have two boys, one who is three and the other who just turned one. (laughs) So if you have, no, everyone knows that means that my life is pretty chaotic, but I love it. It's amazing. I'm blessed. Yeah. I am so thrilled to finally be starting this podcast because I honestly, really, the Lord has been telling me to, so gotta do it, right? (laughs) So I've got two boys and I'm married to an HVAC mechanic. His name's Jordan. If you met my husband, you'd know in about three seconds that he loves to joke and he loves puns. (laughs) He loves our boys. He loves to play rowdy with them. So yes, I'm a mother. I'm a wife. And most importantly, and the thing that truly should be what shapes my my identity, more than the fact that I am a mother and a wife and an artist, is I am a follower of Jesus. I grew up as a missionary's kid, so my parents were children's missionaries. They still are, actually. And so we do lots of APSs and camps, and oh man, that was so fun. I love doing that. Camp is just, will always be a part of my soul. Yeah, thankfully my parents are still directing a camp, summer camp, so I can go every summer to camp, which is amazing. Um, I mean, I could even if my parents weren't directing, of course. Every camp director always wants more people helping and such, but anyways, it gives me that extra incentive. Because of this, obviously, I grew up knowing the gospel, and thankfully at the age of like five, four, something like that, mom, tell me, help me out. (laughs) Um... I realized my deep need for a savior. As a mom now to a almost three-year-old, I am starting to feel the deep weight of sharing the gospel to my child. And it's really amazing that at such a young age, children can understand the gospel where as adults, as I should speak for myself, as an adult, I I still feel like I haven't completely grasped all that the Lord did for me. The gospel truly is so simple. God created us and he loves us. He wants us to be close to him, but we've got issues. we're sinners we do wrong stuff we're born with sin 
And so this is a major problem because, well, God is not sinful. He's the opposite. In fact, he's holy, completely set apart from any other being ever. He wants to be close to us. And so he sent Jesus to die for us, to pay the death penalty for our sin. Jesus rose from the dead and defeated death. And all we need to do is trust in him. It really is that simple. But, you know, pride gets in the way. And pride is, you know, the essence of sin. So it was then when I understood this truth, these truths, that I trusted in him. I trusted in Jesus as my savior. A few verses that have really grounded me over the past several years are 1 Timothy 2.13. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. His essence, who he is, he is the source of faithfulness. And it's, it, it's unchanging. Like, it doesn't matter if I completely fail. It's not going to change who he is. It's not going to change how faithful he is to me. Which is just mind-blowing. Um, also, 2 Corinthians 12, 9-10. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Oh, man. I guess there is a bit of a, a theme with these verses, or with those two verses, or, you know, whatever. Um, I am insufficient, and he is enough. He's going to fill in all of my cracks that are many and make me useful for him, which is just mind-blowing that he would choose a sinner like me to do his work. I'm, it's really a big deal, but I have to come back to these verses over and over again to remind myself that, you know, he, he is the one providing me with strength there's nothing in myself that um, is going to enable me to do anything at all. (laughs) So I have been learning these things over years and years. And a couple years ago, um, I was in college. I went to college for um, accounting and I worked at an accounting firm for a year and a half, almost two years. I can't remember exactly. Um, and I loved it. I loved that work and I still do some on the side, but, uh, yeah, when I was in college, it was like no creativity and all numbers and learning. And I didn't, I, that creativity part of me wasn't being filled we are made in the image of God and God is the creator, kind of like he is 
the source of all faithfulness and therefore we need to emulate that faithfulness and we're called to emulate emulate that faithfulness since he's the creator he put that creativity in us and tells us to create <laughs> with our soul <laughs> just deep down we all have this need to create now i'm not talking about everyone's crafty or everyone's you know that like strict everyone makes art that's not what creativity is um every single person is creative in some way for example my husband puts in heat pumps and he is very particular about making those pipes straight <laughs> and if they're not it really bugs him to me that's creativity so in college i was really lacking creativity in general i was craving it and so i decided to start creating intentionally every day um mostly knitting crocheting and i picked up watercolor lettering i went to michael's and got some super cheap paints paint brushes and started practicing i still have my sketchbooks from that time and i just have these vivid memories of sitting at our kitchen table in our first apartment and painting words it was so fun and it's actually kind of cool to me now that i have not really deviated much from that and that was oh my word five years ago <laughs> um i still do watercolor and scripture lettering it's pretty much um been my jam so anyways that was the beginning of what is now abide goods that is kind of where it all started i like to stick to scripture in my art because scripture is the living breathing word of god when you put some scripture on your wall it's not like some quote that a human made up it's literally god's word and you can when you open the bible you cannot stop learning from it you will never have everything revealed to you that can be taught to you through it and even if you could possibly learn everything that the bible had to show and teach you would forget it <laughs> i would forget it because we have finite minds right and that is such a cool thing that we can take god's word and plaster it on our walls well maybe hang it nicely but <laughs> you get the point um it is the living breathing word of god to breathe power into your home um yeah and i, I just love that so um my prayer is that through my art you will be encouraged and that if you choose to have some of my scripture art on your walls that it will fill your home and heart with comfort joy peace the truth the truth from god then erica why the abiding women podcast we are not meant to do this christian life alone 
And so I want to encourage you. I want this space to be here as a friendly, hopefully a friendly voice, hopefully peaceful voice, so that you can listen as you go about your day. And, you know, maybe you'll be challenged sometimes. I'm going to share from my heart about what God is teaching me, how he's leading me. So who knows what's going to happen, really. (laughs) Thank you for being here. If you'd like to stay up to date on the current happenings in my studio, then head to bit.ly forward slash abide studio letters. All one word, bit.ly forward slash abide studio letters. And there you can sign up to receive the Abide Good Studio letters, which are little letters for me into your email inbox. Mm, hopefully weekly. But again, two kids. <laughs> so yeah, I'll talk to you very soon. Bye.